Hello, everyone. Good morning. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. And thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. And every Monday, we have Hope and Faith Journey, where we share our struggles, problems, usually involving people and hard circumstances. We look to the Lord in all of it for healing, for rescue, for deliverance, and for hope in Jesus. Every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit where we share the Word of God because it is God-breathed, inspired by God. This is where we learn His promises and how to develop a relationship with the Lord. The Word of God is an effective weapon against the enemy's attacks. His Word is where we learn the good news of Jesus for our eternal future. I believe the Lord has assigned me as a believer to be a beacon of hope in the storms. Imagine a lighthouse that receives its light from the ultimate source, the Creator. And then, as a believer, we share that light in hopes to help and encourage others towards God's kingdom. I often share pieces of my testimony because He has rescued me time and time again. If He would hear my sincere and contrite cry, then he would absolutely hear yours. Many times my testimony includes a cautionary tale, and I share my own mistakes, sins, and consequences along my faith journey to encourage you along yours. It can be used as both a warning and encouragement. Whatever has happened, whatever you part you played in it, today is the day to turn to God. Well, today's topic is Afraid. Are you afraid? We can all relate to the multiple invitations in today's world to be afraid or to remain fearful, to worry or dread the future, to be afraid of the unknown. And that's especially true since the pandemic in 2020. When we listen to the news, we can find ourselves paralyzed in fear. Or because we're afraid, we might make hasty and foolish decisions. We've allowed our negativity, our emotions to take over. Facing the unknown can be scary, but really, since we don't ever know what the future brings from one day to the next, the unknown is always there before us. But somehow, we do manage to make plans and find happiness in some areas of life. It's all a matter of focus. Where is your focus? At one time or another, we each face a set of issues or problems. We have the choice to make. Will I allow myself to be afraid, to be consumed with fear? Will I focus on the one who is greater than myself, even greater than my troubles? Can I turn to God and stir up my own faith? There is a valuable testimony from David, King David, who God called a man after his own heart. Much of Psalms contains David's testimony. He faces life-threatening situations, cries out to the Lord for help while sharing his innermost thoughts and fears. And then he places his faith, his trust in the Lord. My favorite Psalm is Psalm 37. I hope that you will look it up for your devotional study. For now, let's look at Psalm 118, verses 1, 4, Five through nine, as an example of David stirring up his faith while facing troubles. 
Thanksgiving for the Lord's saving goodness. And I'm reading that now. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Oh, let those who reverently fear the Lord say, his loving kindness endures forever. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can mere man do to me? The Lord is on my side. He is among those who help me. Therefore I will look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Well, from this we can see the process that David went through in the scriptures. As he moved from being afraid and helpless and crying out to the Lord, and then rallying his faith, renewing and stirring up the faith and trust that he has in the Lord to help him through these troubles. Ultimately, he is no longer afraid. He's courageous with the knowledge that God is with him. We can do that too, can't we? The king of the universe is in control. Control does not belong to the enemy, the devil, our troubles. It's only God. We have free will. We can decide to remain fearful, afraid, or to have faith in God. God is good. He is love. And God is justice. Sometimes we're required to have patient faith as we wait for God to answer our prayers. But His timing and His will is absolutely perfect. When we turn to Him, He will fight our battles for us. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. Well, what kind of troubles am I talking about? God is there for your insignificant problems what you might think is too little to bother him with. He knows every how many hairs you have on your head, so he is absolutely concerned about anything that concerns you. And then again, do you have any troubles that are too big for God to handle? Well, he created the universe. God can handle anything. In times of trouble, we can decide to put on the full armor of God, as described in Ephesians 6. Maintain our patient faith and not give in to those fears, not to remain afraid. It's all right to have fear or be afraid in a moment, but then you've got to walk away from it. In faith, we can be sure we're not alone in it. He is holding us with his righteous right hand. In faith, we can know that he hears our prayers and he will answer. We can say, God is with me and for me. And if God is for me, we can successfully stand. Who can successfully stand against me? We're not supposed to fear anyone or anything. We're only to fear the Lord with reverential fear and awe. Well, we know trials will come as in John sixteen thirty three, but Jesus has already overcome. So how do we prevent remaining afraid when scary things happen? Well, we can go out each day dressed for success. And I'm talking about putting on the full armor of God as described in Ephesians 6. We can suit up each morning, stirring up our trust and our faith in the Lord and stand. We can fortify our trust and faith with His Word, such as studying passages like Psalm 37. 
We can bring to remembrance the many times he has come through for us in the past, just as David did when he faced the giant Goliath. You know, in that situation, David had been a shepherd boy, and God was with him as he defeated the lion and the bear to save his sheep. I can remember God being with me through my child abuse and domestic violence. He brought me through. I'm alive today. I can look at that and know that God is for me, not against me. And if he did that for me then, he will do it for me again. Rally up your faith by remembering what he's already done for you. We can choose to encounter the world with faith over fears. Overcoming happens when we pray and praise the Lord with worship, obey Him, thanking Him for being with us. Well, I wanted to share one instance where I was afraid, and it came on me suddenly. Doesn't it often do that? And my pray, my prayer was very simple. I, I said, Jesus. So what happened was I was riding along I-95, just before the boulevard exit and traffic was going fast it was full there was two buses in front of me and a semi tractor trailer behind me suddenly the front bus i think they realized they were going to miss the boulevard they slammed on their brakes and then the bus behind them slammed on their brakes but there was minor damage there and i slammed on my brakes knowing good and well that tractor trailer was going to kill me I said, Jesus, and I was able to stop within an inch of that bus. I heard screaming and screaming of the brakes of a semi-tractor trailer. It seemed like forever, but they were able to stop within an inch or two of my car. I was unharmed. God rescued me in that moment. I, what did I say? I cried out, Jesus. And later, I've, I found that uh, the boulevard exit was improved. Maybe because of that incident. I don't know. Anyway, Romans 10.17 says that faith comes from hearing, and that is hearing the good news about Christ. And so as a believer, a follower of Jesus, I share the good news of Jesus whenever the opportunity arises. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart, we confess our sins, we confess Jesus directly to the Lord. Then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, or joy. How many of us have known that we need to make that confession and we have put it off? There's so much more at stake. Your eternal life. It's summarized in this verse, John 3.16. Have you memorized it yet? For God to love the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He tells us that in John fourteen six. We have no reason to wonder, oh, how, what is the way? Jesus is the way. No one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, his Son. You might wonder, how do we do this? How do we come to Him? It's this simple. Open your heart, your mind, and your mouth. Say it out loud to the Lord. Your repentance 
your belief in Jesus and accept him, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you believe that Jesus came to the earth to suffer on the cross and pay for your sins and that he arose on the third day? He defeated death. I urge you to pray, tell him, repent, believe, and accept Jesus. I encourage you to turn your life over to him. Once you've accepted Jesus, then you are a new creature in Christ, a believer, born again, saved. With God's amazing grace through Jesus, you will experience victory in him. Your life will never be the same. You'll realize your purpose, your calling, and the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, will stay with you forever. Well, what scriptures can we walk away with to rally our faith and our hope? There are many within his word. Maybe Psalm 23, 4 would encourage you. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort and console me. Maybe this verse that God spoke in Isaiah 41.10 will strengthen your faith. Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand. A hand of justice, power of victory, and of salvation. Well, here's one passage that I got from the Bible as an example of an affirmation. And you can do that yourself. Find promises in the Bible and turn it into an affirmation, a personalized affirmation that you can repeat to yourself to rally and stir up your faith. I am not afraid of receiving bad news. My faith is strong and I trust in the Lord. I am not worried or afraid. I am certain to see my enemies or my troubles defeated. Well, I want to thank you for joining me and Turn to God with Karen. I hope that you watch or listen to all of Monday's episodes of Faith and Hope Journey and also the episodes on Wednesday, Sword of the Spirit. You can share your suggestions, your comments. I, I appreciate any feedback you may have. And you can give it to me through my contact page at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. And there you also see my books, my blogs, and some resource materials. All of my books by Karen Jane Casey are geared towards bringing you hope, encouragement, and healing through your challenges, helping you to overcome the storms that you face. The four books fiction series is Standing Through Storms. Stand with your armor on, she stands, uh, my dear Rosa Jean, and mystery at Candace Bay. The two book and study guides in the nonfiction series is my hope and faith journey. A new song rises up with the study guide and joy in the valley. If any of my books or podcast episodes have brought you towards hope, healing, or encouraged you in some way, made a positive effect towards his kingdom. I want to know about it. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Blessings to you.